Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, listeners, and thank you so much for joining us for Be Free Ministries Live. It is such a pleasure to come into your home, into your car, into your office, wherever you may be at this time. We praise the Lord for our gathering together tonight as we learn more about the Lord, as he teaches us, as we uh, live out the way that the Lord would have us to live. And so thank you so much for for joining us. And so I just want to start with a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for blessing us to live today, for activity of our limbs, and that we were in our right mind today. We were able to go forth in our day and be productive and and work or relax or if we're retired, you know, work around the house, work in the garden, whatever we did today, we thank you for giving us the strength to do so. We thank you for for watching over us, keeping us safely, Father God, protecting us as we were up and down the highways, protecting us as we're working outside in the heat, God, protecting us, oh, Father God, from the hand of the enemy. We thank you for it, Lord God. Hallelujah. God, I pray right now in the name of the Lord Jesus that as we enter into your presence, Father God, we surrender ourselves to you so that you will teach us, so that you will speak to us, so that you will minister to us and give us exactly what we need tonight. Father God, let us to be open to receive this word tonight as we talk about tapping into power. Help us to receive the word, hallelujah, and apply it to our lives so that it will become wisdom to us and wisdom to those who you would have us to minister to. God, we love you. God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So tonight we are tapping into power. Oh, my goodness. Holy Ghost power. Yesterday at church, man, we were talking about, well, well, the Spirit of the Lord fell fresh, and it was just Holy Ghost power in that place, Holy Ghost fire. And I thank God for giving me this word to teach to you tonight. I have three Bibles open notes here on two separate pages. I'm going to try to compile them all together so that we can get the word tonight. But I, I'm thankful that God gave me the experience, the supernatural experience yesterday of tapping into Holy Ghost power to prepare me to teach this word on tonight. Amen. You know what? As Christians, as men and women of God, as sons and daughters of God, it is important that we tap into the power that God has given us as his children. Like we need God's power, Holy Ghost power, in order to successfully live upon the face of this earth. We need power to fight the enemy. We need power to speak God's word. We need power to live out God's word. Y'all forgive me, I'm rattling, I'm trying to find something, so please forgive the noise in the background. We need power to to speak to our body and tell our body to be healed in Jesus' name. We need power to resist the devil so he can't flee. So we need power, 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 and more power to live this life that the Lord has so richly given to us. So we're going to tap in, tap into this holy Ghost power. So, so let so let me say this: If you are saved, if you have confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, 
you have given your life to him, you have denounced the uh, uh, your flesh and living for the enemy, you are saved, then you definitely need to have the Holy Ghost. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, then let, we're going to pray about it tonight because you need the indwelling power of the Holy Ghost again in order to live upon this earth and in order to live out the principles of God's word. So sometimes you, somebody may irritate you or make you mad. You know, the weapons of the of the devil are going to be formed against us to get us off track. And if you don't have the the power of the Holy Ghost, you might end up cursing somebody out. <laughs> you might end up fighting. You know, you might end up harming somebody because you don't have the strength and the power of the Holy Ghost. So we are going to tap into this power tonight. We're going to pray tonight. Before this broadcast ends, I'm going to pray that if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, that God will fill you with the Holy Spirit, put that strength or strengthen that strength, because the Holy Ghost resides in you quietly. And then when we receive Jesus into our heart, the Spirit of the Lord comes alive within us. But we still must ask for the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit to, to come alive within us so that he can teach us and grow us and strengthen us and help us to do what God has called us to do. Amen. Amen. I hadn't planned to say all that. That's why it sounded a little rough, but the Lord helped me to get it out. Amen. Let's go to the Word of God. We are going to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. I think, no, we're actually going to read verse 4 through 9. Verse 4 through 9. I'm turning there right now because I have been all all throughout these these scriptures, I'm telling you. So we're going to go to Acts chapter 1. I'm going to put my phone down. So that I can turn the Bibles a little quick quicker. So I'm going to read this in the King James Version. And being assembled together with them, Jesus was assembled together with them, with his disciples, with others that had surrounded him after his resurrection. After his after his um yeah his resurrection. I was thinking of his ascension, but after his resurrection. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, Ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. In verse 8, But, So you don't need to know God's plan. You don't need to know God's timing. You don't need to know what God has decided for your future or for the future of the world unless God chooses to reveal it. If he chooses to reveal it, then that's on God. But you don't need to know all of that. But this is what you need. But, verse 8, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses. Unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part 
of the earth. That's what we need. We 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 need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We need to receive that Holy Ghost power. Let's go ahead and travel to Acts two so that we can see when the Holy Ghost came. Acts two verse one and when the day of Pentecost Pentecost means fifty days. So 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 fifty days after Jesus arose the day of Pentecost, 50 days, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. I I didn't say that 50 days right. That 50 days was, I'm going to check it out and be able to let you know, okay? So I'm sorry, Let let me go back. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. After the Holy Ghost came upon them, so, so let's get a picture of this. The disciples were in the upper room, along with Mary and along with others that followed Jesus, that believed in Jesus. It was about a little over 100 of them in the upper room, and they gathered themselves together to choose the 12th disciple. We understand that Judas killed himself after he betrayed Jesus. And so a 12th disciple needed to be named. And so the disciples, some of the women that followed Jesus, some of the other men that followed Jesus, they gathered themselves together in order to choose that 12th disciple. And so once they became on one accord, (laughs) once they unified themselves, once they um, came together, Jesus sent the Holy Ghost because Jesus knew that we would need a comforter, we would need the spirit of truth, we would need some power to live upon this earth. So the Holy Spirit was made alive within us on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. The the Holy Ghost was made alive to the people, um, to Peter and the other disciples at that time, and he is made alive to us today. Again, I can't say it enough. I don't say it like three times, but I can't say it enough. We need power in order to live Upon this earth, Amen, Amen, Hallelujah, and so God sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. When Jesus went back to the Father, Jesus left us the Holy Spirit, and so the the Holy Spirit came down in Acts two as a rushing mighty wind, and the people of God began to speak in other tongues. And, and let me clarify these other tongues for this particular verse. They begin to speak in known languages. Let's get it clear. They begin to speak in known languages. How do I know that? Because if you read verse mm, 5 and 6, let's read it. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, in other words, they word got around that the Holy Ghost had come, and these Jews were speaking in all these other tongues. When this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded. They were dumbfounded. They were surprised. They were shocked. They were puzzled because that every man heard them speak in 
his own language. So this particular tongue, God allowed men to and women to speak in known languages that that known languages upon the face of the earth, but languages that, that they personally did not previously know. It would be like if I started speaking Spanish right now fluently, or if I started speaking Latin right now fluently, or if I started speaking Portuguese or Swahili fluently, that would me be speaking in the tongues that came upon the Jews on the day of Pentecost or after the day of Pentecost, okay? Because I don't speak German, French, Portuguese, Spanish. I don't speak any of them fluently. The only language I speak fluently is English. So if you hear me speaking in those languages, you know that the Holy Ghost has come upon me and has given me the ability to speak in these other tongues. Amen? Amen. Now, if we if we dive into spiritual gifts, we can learn a little bit more about diverse kinds of tongues and actually speaking in our heavenly language, which is tongues. But I don't want to teach that tonight. I'm, I, even though... Even though I believe that speaking in tongues is evidence that the Holy Spirit resides in you, if you don't speak in tongues, if you can you can still make it. You'll you'll be okay. You can still live. You know, holy for the Lord, get to heaven, and all that. But I believe that the power of speaking in tongues changes the atmosphere. It changes our perspective. It backs up the devil because there is power in and of itself in speaking in tongues. Now, there is power in speaking in our heavenly language between us and the Lord. There's power in that, okay? I'm not going to tap into that tonight. We're going to tap into tongues a different, a different uh, Monday. But just know there is power in speaking in tongues. And I believe that it is speaking in tongues is evidence of you having the Holy Ghost. If you don't speak in tongues and you still have the Holy Ghost, that's all good too. But I believe that that speaking in tongues is evidence of having the Holy Spirit. I know I said that too much, but I want us to get it. I really want us to understand because tongues is such a can be such a trivial matter in the church. And then depending on different denominations, they believe in speaking in tongues, don't believe in speaking in tongues. I believe what the word says, okay? And so the people of God, they knew that they had the Holy Ghost, that they were showered with the Holy Ghost by evidence of speaking in tongues, okay? And so um, that kind of power, that that kind of power that came upon them, that power that God left with us is in the Greek word dunamis. Dunamis is a Greek word meaning power, miraculous power, abundance, might, ability. Dunamis power is that extraordinary supernatural power that can cause limbs to grow, that can cause organs to grow, that can cause uh, chains. I mean, a person bound in chains, bound with addiction, bound with with sickness, just racking their body, bound with arthritis. You know, you know how arthritis kind of bends your fingers, bound with sickness. Dunamis, Holy Ghost power, can be released and that arthritis be healed, and that addiction be broken, and that uh, deliverance be met. That's the kind of dunamis power, the kind of power that the Holy Ghost gives us, causing those limbs to grow. That's Holy Ghost power. That's the kind of power that resides in us when we have the Holy Ghost. And it is God's desire, you all. I've said it like ten times already, but it is God's desire 
that we have that dunamis, supernatural power, miraculous power, ability, abundance, and might residing with us in order for us to live as successfully as God desires us to live upon the face of this earth. Because y'all know there's all kinds of adversity. There are all kinds of weapons that the enemy tries to form us up against us. There are all kinds of uh, wickedness working in high places, spiritual wickedness in high places. The enemy is strong. He is. Uh, he, his job is to seek um, seek us out to ki- to kill um, and destroy us. To uh, oh Lord, let me get my word right. To, to, to kill us, to destroy us, to take us out, that is his job, okay? That's his job. And so we need power in order to fight against the enemy. Amen, amen. Let's push on a little bit further, okay? Let's push on a little bit further. I want us to look at Luke 4 and 14. Let's go there first. Let's look at Luke 4 and 14. I am right here in my King James Version. And it says, and let's look at 4 and 1, and then let's go to 14. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. 14, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. So if you read chapter 4 of Luke, verses 1 through 15, it talks about the temptation that Jesus went through. Shortly after Jesus fasted, he was tempted of the devil. And the scripture says that Jesus returned from his from his from the temptation in power, he returned in the power of the Spirit. Let me tell you something. When the enemy thinks we are at our lowest or our weakest point, that is one time he comes to try to get us off focus, to try to get us off of the path that God has set us on, to get us to take a detour, to, to, to go to the right when God said left, to go to the left when God said right. And Jesus, his his flesh was feeling weak at this time because he had just fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, no food. And so his body was, you know, felt the effect of not having any food because even though he was 100% spirit, he was also 100% flesh. So he was feeling it. So he was weakened, his body not his spirit, but his body was weakened at this time. And here come the devil, tempting Jesus. Three times he tempted Jesus. With the, fle- uh, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and the lust of the eyes, he tempted Jesus. But Jesus did not bend. Jesus um, exercised his power, his Holy Ghost power, and he defeated the devil. And after he defeated the devil, it says that Jesus returned. He returned back to his people in power. So when we fast and pray, let me tell you something. Fasting and praying in and of itself brings forth power. We're going to tap into fasting a little bit later, but it brings power in and of itself. And so Jesus, though his body was weak, after he fasted, his spirit was strong. His spirit, 
spirit was experiencing that miraculous power, that abundance, that might, and that ability. Amen. So even when we are at our weakest point, Jesus is made strong within us. Holy Ghost power is made strong within us, and we can go forth, push on, and do what God has called us to do. Amen. Amen. So that's power, the power that Jesus experienced after his fast. Let's look at Hebrews 2 and 14. We're still talking about power, still talking about Holy Ghost miraculous power, Hebrews 2 and 14. I am turning there. I didn't have my script. I told you all I was all over the scriptures, so I'm going there right now. Got one more page to turn. Amen. And the word of the Lord says, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. I want to read this in the New Living Translation so that we can break that down a little bit better for our understanding. Oh, Hebrews, I'm, I'm going back to Luke. Let me go to Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 14. I'm turning there now. Y'all please forgive me for not having my scriptures read out. I'm giving everywhere getting my scriptures for power, power, power. Holy Ghost power. Hallelujah. He said, oh, look, my pen was already there. Thank you, Lord. It reads, because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, Jesus also became flesh and blood by being born in human form. For only as a human being could he die, and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who has the power of death. Let me tell you something. When, 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 when Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden and they were disobedient to God, their power was relinquished to the devil. And in their disobedience came, because, you know, before there was no illness, there was no sickness, there was no death. Adam and Eve were living in peace, living beautifully with God. But the moment that they disobeyed, sin entered the world. And in that sin came sickness. In that sin came um, infirmities. In that sin came death. And so, in order for us to be, in order for us to be fully restored back to the Father, Jesus had to go and take death back from the devil, so that we can experience life and life more abundantly here on the earth, and also so that we can experience eternal life with God the Father. God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So in this scriptures, we see Jesus exercising his power over death. He went, we're going to read a little bit further in, in um, I think Romans 1 and 16, we're going to read how Jesus went <coughs> and disarmed principalities and powers, making a show of them openly. He had to go to the enemy's camp hell and take the power of death back from the devil so that we could experience life, life more abundantly, life eternally. Amen. Amen. So let's get there. Let's get there. Let's go to Romans 1 and 16. Romans 1 and 16. I know we are traveling through the scriptures, but we got to get these scriptures 
so that we can get our power, amen, so that we can get our power or so that our power can be restored, amen. Powers 1 and 16. Actually, this is not the one I wanted to go to. Actually, Colossians, we are coming back to Romans, but let's go to Colossians 2 and 15 first. Colossians 2 and 15. I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. Amen. Y'all hear me flipping my Bible, don't you? It's good. It's good. It's so many. I only have three Bibles in front of me, so I'm going to have to work it out the best way I can. Amen. So Colossians chapter 2 and verse 15. It says, so, oh, let me go up a little further. Let me go to verse 14 first, right? He, meaning Jesus, canceled the record. No, I don't want to read that. Yeah, let me just read 15. In this way, God disarmed the evil rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. If you read Colossians chapter 2 and 14, in the King James Version, I'm actually going to turn there because I like the way it reads better in the King James Version. So I am turning there now. And it says, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he, meaning Jesus, made a show of them openly, triumphing, oh, triumphing over them in it. In other words, God defeated the devil. He defeated death, he defeated hell, he defeated sin, he defeated infirmities. He defeated that with his work on the cross and rising again on the third day. He took back the power that the enemy had stole from Adam and Eve so that we, his sons and his daughters today, can exercise that power as we live upon the face of this earth, exercise that power as we fight against the enemy, exercise that power as we overcome sin and death and hell. Amen? Amen. So that supernatural dunamis power is so so powerful, so awesome, so extraordinary that it overcomes death. Hallelujah. We can have life and life more abundantly. We can have eternal life through that dunamis power. Hallelujah. Thank God for dunamis power. And so, look, I want to read two more scriptures for you as it relates to the power that we have in salvation. The first one is Hebrews chapter 2 and 14, and it reads, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death, he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Oh, I already read that one. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Let me go to Romans 1 and 16. It's good to hear the word of God again because we need to get God's word in our spirit. And we get God's word in our spirit through repetition, through reading God's word over and over again, through meditating on God's word, through hearing ourselves speak it and hearing others speak it. Amen. And so we, 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 we thank God for hearing that word again. So Romans chapter 1 and verse 16 talks about salvation power. Amen. Salvation power. Hallelujah. God, we thank you for this teaching on power. We thank you for the power of the 
Holy Ghost that resides within us. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So Romans chapter 1, verse 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is a power of God at work saving everyone who believes, Jews first and also the Gentiles. As a son and daughter of God, power is our benefit. Power is our portion. Within salvation itself, there is power. And I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto everyone that believes. What's that power? Power for us to overcome sin. It takes some help to overcome It takes some help not to commit fornication. It takes some help not to commit adultery. It takes some help not to lie. It takes some help not to steal. It takes some help not to go and knock somebody out when they either hurt your feelings or did you wrong. It takes power not to curse your boss out when you know he did you wrong. My God, it takes some kind and respectful to people when you know they don't mean you any good. So salvation power, dunamis power, Holy Ghost power is what we need in order to live upon the face of this earth, that miraculous power, that ability, that abundance, that might power will help you to live right. Holy Ghost power will help you to do right. Holy Ghost power will help you talk right. Holy Ghost power will help you treat people right. Holy Ghost power will help you to love people when you know they hate your goods. Holy Ghost power will give us the strength and the ability to do what is right and pleasing in God's sight. So we need to tap into power. Because power helps us to speak God's word and watch his word come to life in our lives. Holy Ghost power helps us to declare, Jesus, with your stripes, I am healed. Holy Ghost power gives us the authority to declare that I am fearfully and wonderfully made and that my soul knows right well. Holy Ghost power gives us the ability to say I am a, a holy uh, um a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, so that I can show forth the praises of God who brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Holy Ghost power gives me authority to stand flat-footed with the devil and tell him that no weapon that you form against me will prosper, and every tongue that you try to use to rise up against me, I will condemn, because why? I have Holy Ghost power. We need to tap into the power that God has given us through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We need to tap into power. Hallelujah. We need to tap into power. Mm-mm-mm. That's good, isn't it? That is so good. Let's pray. Father, God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for Holy Ghost power. I thank you for the comforter that you have sent sent to us 
in order for us to live right, do right, speak right, talk right, right, treat people right. God, thank you, Father God, for the power of the Holy Spirit. God, if we don't have the Holy Spirit, God, shower us with the Holy Spirit. Baptize us with the Holy Spirit, Father God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, give us that dunamis power, that miraculous power, that supernatural power and might so that we can go forth and do what you have called us to do, so that we can go forth and fulfill our destiny, so that we can go forth and, and speak to the devil and watch his His plan come to naught and watch him and his demons and his witches and his imps flee. Give us that Holy Ghost power, Father God, to exercise our authority to speak. Speak your word, hallelujah, to exercise our authority to do what you have called us to do and be who you have called us to be. God, we thank you. Oh, for Holy Ghost power, hallelujah. God, we thank you, hallelujah, for giving us that Holy Ghost power, God. Thank you for filling us with the Holy Ghost power, for baptizing us with the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, God. Thank you for helping us to tap into that power. Hallelujah, God. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And, God, for those who want to speak in tongues, give them the the ability to speak in tongues. Father God, after you baptize them in the Holy Ghost, give them the power to speak in tongues in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank God. And amen. So let me correct myself about Pentecost. Pentecost um, came 50 days after the Passover. I knew when I heard myself say that I didn't quite say it right. So please forgive me for that misinformation, but I'm getting it right right now. Pentecost was held 50 days after the Passover. It's a Jewish holiday held 50 days after the Passover. So, look, thank you so much for joining me tonight. As we tap into power, Holy Ghost power, I pray that you will join me again next week as we tap into authority. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you will be blessed for the remainder of this week. I pray that you will be healed, that you will be delivered, that you will be set free, that you will be obedient, that you will do what the Lord has called you to do. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for joining me tonight, and I look forward to teaching you again next week at 6.30. Look, join us for prayer tonight at 7.30. In about 25 minutes, we will be praying. Call 641-715-0861, access code 675-021. I look forward to praying for you then and praying with you then in Jesus' name. God, I thank you that you have spoken to us tonight, and I pray that this word will seep deep down into our spirit so that we can tap into power and be able to share this word with others in Jesus' name. Amen. Look, um, if you want to know more about our ministry, visit us at BeFreeMinistriesNC.Weebly.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BeFreeMinistriesNC. If you have a praise report and prayer request, Email us at BeFreeMinistriesNC at Outlook.com. And look, if nobody has told you that they love you today, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. This is Be Free Ministries signing off. <laughs>